Welcome to The Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. On this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, we're talking about investing, investing in yourself and then asking others to invest with you, especially for those of you who are small business owners. But also this applies to those who are in leadership positions or acting and behaving as leaders or nonprofits or any of that. It really applies relationships. It really applies across the board. And this came about because I've really been doing some digging into that disconnect, and it's really probably a mental and emotional disconnect between being in service and then getting paid for the services that you're offering. And at some level, those seem contrary to me. They seem like they are mutually exclusive. And because I also believe that when you are in service, when you are doing what you're doing because you want to make an impact, you want to serve others, that prosperity comes. I believe that with my whole heart. I surrender to the flow. You know it's going to come. And it's also important to understand that you have to ask, which is always so weird. This is in particular for women and in particular for those of us who've never been in sales or marketing or any of that kind of stuff. Actually asking people to invest can feel so strange. It feels out of integrity when we're really there to serve. And yet, and yet it is important that we understand that what we invest in, we tend to put value on. Those things that we get for free, we may not value as much. Those things that we don't have to put sweat equity in, that we don't have to work for, the things that come easiest to us, we may not understand the true value of those because we haven't had any pain or discomfort or any effort associated with them. And so that charging for something or that investing in yourself and then asking others to invest in you really is not only an act of continuing to be able to conserve and continuing to be able to deliver the the way you want to deliver, but also putting something tangible on what you believe the value is of your gifts. And so I posted what I did today. Your gifts have value and they're worth the investment. I want to give you a little bit of a, a story. There was this, this was told to me uh, quite a few years ago, and, and I don't even remember the context. I think it was told to me in the context of, of relationships, not in terms of work or career or any of that kind of stuff, but it was in terms of just personal survival. And the person who told the story said, think about your life as you have this bag and this bag is full of marbles. So I know kids today may never even play with marbles at all, but I'm of that age where I at least knew what marbles were and we we loved marbles. So imagine you have a bag and it's full of marbles. And every time you meet someone or you're in service or you do something, you're giving marbles away. Every time you're in a relationship, you meet a new friend, you start a new business, you meet a person in network. Every time you do something, you're giving away marbles. If you're not careful, you will wind up with an empty bag. And it's that whole idea of at some level, you need to hold back some marbles for yourself. You need to be okay with keeping a little bit of yourself for yourself. You need to be okay with 
making sure that you're spending some time, energy, effort, resources, right? Time, energy, effort, money on yourself. Because in order to serve others, you have to be pouring from a vessel that is full. You can't serve from an empty vessel. So this idea of holding back marbles, I'm like, oh my gosh, number one, I'm visible. That totally makes sense. If you've got an empty bag, you have nothing else to give. And for those of us who'd like to be in service, who'd like to give back, the thought of not having anything to give is just torturous. But if we don't continue to invest, we're not going to have anything to give. It's just, that's just the way it is. You have to keep pouring in in order to be able to pour out. And even nonprofits, organizations whose function is to serve Habitat for Humanity, the Heart Association, the Houston Food Bank, which is an incredible organization. All of these organizations, the American Cancer Society, you name them, even nonprofits whose sole mission is to serve others, St. Jude's, sole mission is to serve others, at some level need monetary investment in order to continue to do that. And they are very clear about what their mission is. We are asking you to support us monetarily so that we can continue to do the work that makes an impact. When I talk about building my business and building a seven-figure business, I don't look at building a seven-figure business because I want a seven-figure lifestyle. One, I, I don't live like that. But I like the idea of being able to make a seven-figure impact. Not like, I want, I desire to be able to make a seven-figure impact. And the reality is money talks. The bigger that check is you can write, the more people pay attention. And if they're listening and paying attention at some level, they may do that at first just because you can put a lot of zeros behind that number on a check. But as they listen to you and you continue to operate in integrity and you demonstrate your value and you make an impact, then people begin to start listening and following and believing and understanding what you're saying because they know and connect your value to you, not your value to your dollars. Now, of course, you're going to have those people that are just money driven. They exist and they will always continue to exist. But as you are looking at where you want to go in your career, where you want to serve, as you're looking at building your business, as you're looking at the leader you want to be, what are you doing to invest to be able to serve? I had dinner with my old boss again. I talked about him last week. I had dinner with my old boss and another piece of our conversation was about investing. He's doing some amazing things right now, um, teaching some ethics classes in schools of engineering. It's just incredible. And we talked a lot about how you invest in learning your craft. You invest in seeking knowledge and understanding so that you can deliver that to others. You make that investment. And one of the things that I have said, because sometimes we don't always listen. Remember, we've talked about this. We can say things, but because our mouth is working and we're saying words, we're not always hearing what we're saying because our brain is thinking about the act of speaking as opposed to the act of listening and absorbing. And so I always say a lot, you know, I have invested a lot in getting where I am. Time, money and resources, right? Effort, energy, fear, <laughs> all of those things I have invested a lot in to be able to keep other people from falling in the same pitfalls I fell into because I don't want anyone else to feel like they're crazy. I don't want anyone else to feel like they're not valued. I don't want anyone else to feel like they don't have a choice. And I made that investment and that investment has given me the expertise and the experience to be able to deliver. And there's value in that. So if I think about what I've invested, the resources I've invested, that has value. It also butts up against the fact that I want to serve and I want to give. And I do my summits 
for free. My career transformation and leadership transformation summits, and I give lots of value in those summits for free. Because I think it's important that people get information and not everyone is in a place, either emotionally, mentally, or financially to invest at a time. So whatever you deliver, you want to deliver so that people can actually get something from it. And I've been in a lot of courses that really have just been three days worth of advertising. So there's value in what I deliver. And I have to really also think about the fact that there's a balance in what you deliver and, and, and fully opening up and delivering absolutely everything for free and making it not worth the investment, worth the investment for someone to actually work with you, to actually invest with you for them. Because they've given so much that they don't understand what's the additional value, right? You've given them everything that they think they need. And so how do you balance that but stay in integrity? And that is the dilemma. Because those of us who go into this whole idea of service, whether it is leading in an organization, leading in a corporation, whether it is starting a nonprofit or building a business, most of us go into it for a purpose, a purpose to find a solution to a problem that we see, a pain point that we see, and we want to fix that pain point. But then when we start thinking about the practical, right? You got a mortgage to pay. You got bills to pay. You need to reinvest in your business. You got to build a website. You've got to set up QuickBooks. You've got to get somebody who can do ads. You've got all of these things that require investment. And in order for you to continue to invest, because sometimes you got to spend money to make money, you got to make money at some point. And it's that idea of return. You can't just save your way to prosperity. And truly when you're in service, prosperity does come. That is for me, a very true statement. And yet many times we don't ask because we are fearful of what others might think of our value. And what that really means is we aren't clear on the value that we're delivering. And the idea of value has such crazy connotations. If we are valuing ourselves, if we are telling people how great we are, if we are pumping up our skills and capabilities, that is arrogant or egotistical or we're bragging that idea of value and and interpreting and conveying value can feel icky especially for women it can feel like it's not nice it's not kind it's not you know people just need to through our through what we do we just we know that people will just get it well here's the reality people don't just get it they just don't none of us do We are so bombarded these days with so much stuff. So many people who do the right things or the same things. So many people who have different interpretations of everything. I cannot tell you how many things I get about post every day. Don't post every day. Be on every platform. Don't be on every platform. Do video. Only do short video. Do really long video. Make sure you do reels. Don't do stories. You name it. Everybody has got a position and a perspective. And that also drives this conversation around value and integrity and asking for your worth and investing in yourself and and getting people to invest with you. The reality is not everything works for everyone because we're all different. And so that thing that works for someone else who is constantly posting six, seven, eight, 10, 12 times a day on video all the time, that works for them. That's their brand. That's who they are. But is that who you are? And is that what your ideal client values? Is that the solution that you provide? And it could be 
And if so, then that's fantastic. But does the solution you provide add value in a way that needs whatever the thing is you're doing? Because you're investing time and energy and effort in whatever that is to ensure people understand you have a solution to bring to the market or you have a solution to bring to your department or that you are the candidate of choice for that promotion. What is it that is really the value that you are trying to help people understand is there and how you deliver that message? But you've got to understand what it is first and not only understand it, you've got to believe that it exists. You've got to believe that your investment in your knowledge, in your experience, in your expertise has value and is worth it. You've got to not only believe that it has value is worth it, you've got to be able to articulate what that value delivers. What is the outcome? What is the impact that you make simply because of who you are and what you know? That's where the value comes because there are a ton of people doing the same thing. How many different kinds of jeans do we have? How many different kinds of shoes? How many different coaches? How many different realtors? How many different whatever? Myriads of people in the same markets doing the same thing. But what attracts customers to people is there's some other kind of connection. There are words that you use or ways that you show up or ways that you speak or perspectives that you have that connect you or connect them to you. The value that you deliver and how you interpret that value and let people know what that value is, is what connects them. But you got to know it and believe it before you can tell someone else what it is so that they feel compelled to invest. Because you've invested in you, you have given effort, you have given time, you have likely given lots of money. For those of you who've done advanced degrees or have a ton of certifications, those things are not cheap. And they've given you information and expertise and experience that not everyone has because they haven't been able to make that same kind of investment or haven't had the desire to make that same kind of investment. But you can give them the benefit of your knowledge if they're willing to invest with you. So reframe that idea of investment because investment is tied to some cultural norms too, right? Not every community and especially communities of color have that same idea of generational wealth or how, what it means to save and invest dollars and all of those kind of things that happen culturally that that give us a mindset around investment, give us a mindset not, about not only spending money, but saving money and asking for people to spend money. There's a reason why sometimes we'll go to people we know and just expect them to give us a discount. Can I get the friends and family discount? You know, that kind of thing, right? Because we know them. Oh, you know me, you know, are you really gonna charge me that? You should charge me something else. I know it didn't cost you that much, right? Those kind of things. But we have value and we deliver value. And so you have got to really be comfortable with the value to deliver. And if you choose to give it away, then that is a choice. And I know I choose to give a lot of things away because I believe about being in service. I believe it's important to do that. And I believe not everyone is in a position all the time to be able to invest. And that's okay because I do know that that comes back to you tenfold. I just know that I've experienced it, but it's a choice that I make. I am choosing where I want to serve and where I want to give. And I'm choosing where I will ask people to invest because I know what the return is that they're going to get. And it's incumbent upon me to articulate to them that return and then to deliver with excellence. Because the worst thing you can do is promise something and not meet your commitment. Because that's all about reputation and integrity. So as you go into this week, reframe investment, reframe the investment in you. 
It doesn't mean that you spin, 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 spin till the time that you are, you know, out of your home and all of these kind of things. And that's not what I'm talking about. You need to spin smartly. Okay, here, you know, real CEOs think about return, not about investment, but there is a practicality around investing. So don't, don't let that mindset get you in so much trouble that you're unable to recover because all of us fail and things get really tight and that's okay. But you want to be smart about the investment that you make. But don't be afraid to invest and don't be afraid to ask people to invest with you because you are delivering the results of your investment in yourself, the investment and effort that you made in your ability to deliver with excellence and to meet their problem with an effective solution. I believe you got it. I believe we are all able to deliver with excellence and that there are people who need what you have in the way you deliver it. There is plenty for everyone. The reason there are so many people that are doing the same kinds of services is because everybody needs something different. Some people need more handholding. Some people just need a list. Some people don't want to do anything live. Just give me the thing on demand and let me go at my own speed. Some people want to see video. Some people want audio. Some people need to read so that they can take notes and highlight. We are all so different that there is plenty to go around for everyone. And that means that there are people who are looking for you and willing to invest in what you can deliver to them. All you need to do is ask. Well, actually, what you need to do is, is believe that you have the ability to deliver and then you ask. That's the Rutledge perspective for this week. I believe in you. I know that you have invested and that you have value and that you deliver value. And I want to hear what you're delivering. Leave me a comment. What are you doing? How are you making sure people understand what you can deliver? And how are you shoring up and investing in yourself so that people are willing to invest in you? Let us know. What you're doing may be the key to someone else's next breakthrough. Have a fantastic week. As always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for investing your time and your energy in the Relish Perspective. I truly appreciate it. See you on the other side. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutler's Perspective podcast, please pass it along. <laughs>